There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today we've got a great revenge story of a mom stepping in to save the day. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, ex cheat on me with her cousin and expected to save face. I think not. For context, it was her cousin-in-law. Let's start this story by saying this happened 12 years ago. I'm now happily married with three children and regret absolutely nothing. I was with my new ex for three years. I had noticed that she was being extremely controlling. I was expected to give every little detail of my day and tell her my schedule in advance and if I deviated from that, she would be very upset. She chalked it up to just bad feelings she was having and shrugged it off as her paranoia for past relationships of infidelity. I had never once cheated or strayed and I never gave her a reason to act like this. It felt unbecoming of my fiancé to act in such a way. Now this is where it gets juicy. After she had asked for my schedule to make plans, as mine tends to be more hectic than hers, I noticed she was texting someone. In my line of work, if I put in more than 40 hours, I have the ability to take time off at will as long as the work is completed at a later date. I was very good friends with a brother and still am, We laugh about this to this day, and he actively reminds her of it. I messaged him stating I wanted to do something special for her a little bit earlier than our anniversary to make sure it was a special surprise. They both worked in the same fabrication facility. He was a fabricator and she a shipping manager. He was kind enough to let me know her schedule. That's where the discrepancy falls into place. Without my knowledge, she was foregoing overtime. She worked 12-hour shifts Monday through Friday, with the exception of Wednesday, when she would only work half a day. She'd been taking Wednesdays off right around the time that she started getting extremely controlling. Lucky for me, I had stacked several days of leisure time up, so taking a Wednesday off for me was not an issue. A few days go by, and Wednesday's here. I put on my work gear and leave for work. I was expecting her to leave, as our apartment complex had two exits on the same road, I could see directly across from a shopping center, so I parked my car near the back and waited. After about an hour, I noticed a very specific red Mustang with a specific decal on the back window. It was her cousin by marriage. I'd also done my due diligence to take an old laptop, which we kept on our desk in an office area with a full view of the living room, bedroom door, and bathroom plus the kitchen. I had set it up for remote access and had it alert me when the webcam noticed movement. Giving her the benefit of the doubt, I thought he may be dropping something off or coming over to assist her with something, as her family sometimes does. Sure enough, a message came through, so I remote into my laptop. He walks through the door without skipping a beat, she unbuttons his shirt and begins kissing him. I created a URL link for the live stream, and as she was preoccupied, we had a family group text and a friend group text. They were both part of it. But at the current time, they were currently indisposed and didn't look at their phones. They didn't even wait. They could have gone to the bedroom, but no. They decided to get freaky deaky right there on the couch. I sent the link off to the friend group chat and the family group chat. Within minutes, I'm getting calls non-stop from friends and family alike. There was no turning back. She was getting blown up. 
but she was ignoring her phone. Not until the fourth or fifth call came through did they decide to take a break. For context, the state I live in allows recording of personal property regardless of occupancy. I was the only one on the lease. She wasn't allowed to be on the lease because of poor credit. The call she had picked up was from her cousin's mother who she was banging. She answers the phone on speaker and I kid you not, the first words out of his mother's mouth were stop freaking my son. They both became rigid and she began to stutter over her words saying, what are you talking about, etc. The mother then divulged that there was a live feed of them sent out by me to her family. She grabbed every pillow off the couch and covered herself up. The cousin staggered off, trying to put on his pants and shoes, just to trip himself up and bang his head off of my coffee table, leaving it with a divot. By this time, I'd made my way to the front of the apartment complex. I was there to greet the adulterer as he came out of the front exit. He froze and began to cry, apologizing profusely. I'm not going to lie. What happened afterwards wasn't my best moment, and I nearly got into legal trouble if it weren't for the fact that he was trespassing on private property. Let's just say I had a cast for six weeks, and he wasn't in any family photos for months. I went up to the apartment, where she was now fully clothed and crying inconsolably. I asked her if it was snot, or another substance on her face. Then I told her not to answer because it didn't matter anyway. I gave her one hour to remove all of her belongings, as again, everything in the apartment was mine except for clothes, some makeup, and a few kitchen utensils. Her mother would not let her move in, as she was just filled with embarrassment. Same for her brothers, and the cousin's mother kicked her son out. Rumors spread around our town very quickly, and for a lack of better words, she was untouchable. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, maybe it was a little far sharing around this live stream of them in the act, unaware. I mean, I get why OP was doing it, but I think you could share the proof in a less blatantly exposing them way. I mean, yeah, they're cheaters, but you don't have to just like send your entire family and their entire family a full live feed of them going right at it. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy awesome stories of revenge, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is IT Pro Revenge on Cheating Wife. Someone posted a story earlier that was a bit too close to a true story that I was involved in. I previously shared it as a comment in another sub and thought I'd share the real story. This takes place before smartphones were omnipresent. I had a friend, we'll call him Bob, that was suspicious of his wife's social circle. One of her closest friends had been caught cheating and tried to throw her under the bus as well. Bob had no proof, and things settled down for a while. Bob was an IT professional and very good with PCs and networks. Nearly a year later, Bob's wife is acting shady again after her high school reunion. He confides in me and we talk through some scenarios. He jokingly mentioned a keylogger. He finally asked me to just drop it and most of all, don't tell anyone, not even your wife. A couple months pass and I'm up early, 5.30, 6, getting ready for work. I get a Facebook Messenger notification and see that I've been sent a link from Bob. But it's a group chat. It's literally everyone we know, her family, his family, our friends, strangers, everyone. I didn't open it. It looked like a phishing link even though it came from him who's extremely cautious. A short while later, I get an email from Bob with some ominous slash unsavory comments and the same link. It's a group email with the recipients open copied. His wife's work, her family, her friends, his family, other people I didn't know. 
I knew it was legitimate now, so I opened it. The link was to a hastily made website containing pictures and videos of his wife and another man. This wasn't hidden camera footage. It was screenshots, including video screen captures. Weeks worth of screenshots. He had captured each item with snarky comments and colorful names for his wife and her lover. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It was an embarrassing amount of evidence. Videos of her pleasuring with her lover, chat logs about how they can't wait to freak again, solo pleasuring videos of her and him, tons of pictures, and the straw that broke the camel's back trash-talking her husband to her lover, comments about how much bigger and better he was. Her efforts to stroke her lover's ego were especially hurtful. I dropped what I was doing and called him. He was drunk and combative. He'd been up all night making the website and drowning in liquor. Not one good word to say about women in general. He was extremely emotional, but after some work I'd convinced him to take the website down before it does irreparable damage to his marriage, their careers, and his children. As he's sobbing and logging in to remove the website, I hear loud yelling as she bursts into the room. A screaming match ensues and there's nothing I can do to pull him back. Apparently her mother or sister saw the page, blew up her phone until she woke up and answered. She saw the website and went on the offensive. The phone call drops after 30 seconds of her screaming while Bob is calling her a tramp and I can't contact him again. The website was still up for the rest of the day and he was kind enough to put a view counter on it. Hundreds of people watching her pleasuring with a married former classmate. Bob had done his homework. He installed a keylogger that records the whole screen. When he was out, she would log into the PC and or Facebook and play with her boyfriend. Bob had found her lover, his family, his wife, his wife's family, his job, etc, etc. All these people were included in the Facebook and email groups. I do not know what became of her lover and his marriage, but I do know what happened to Bob's life. His wife was desperate to make amends. She tried and offered everything. In the end, it was her comments about her lover and his prowess that were her undoing. Bob tried to take her back, even after all his friends and family had seen her naked and cheating, but he couldn't get over the comments about his manhood. Bob eventually left her, gained about a hundred pounds, and then finally moved as far away as possible and became a horrible human being. I have no idea what he's doing now, as he went scorched earth with most friendships and his family. She's gross and has a face shaped like a bowling ball now. Line forms at the rear. So I'm guessing that these posts kind of inspired each other to share these stories, because the first two stories here are very similar. But again, I just can't imagine going to these lengths and, like, putting these people on display like that. I guess when your heart's broken, though, you're bound to do some crazy things. Our next story is, Boss tried to sleep with my fiancé. This was several years ago. 
So my boss, an extreme type A personality, found out I was seeing a young lady at another one of our offices. It was a long distance relationship. He was the type he liked to control everything and mess with people for fun. He was also married to another employee, but he was very unfaithful. And he had a hobby, photography. He liked to take pics of himself and his conquest in the act. Then he would show the pics around the production floor and brag about it. Well, on his next trip to this other office, he tried to get my girlfriend to sleep with him, but she spurned him. He made up some lies and got her fired. It took a long time, but I was patient. I knew he kept the photos in his office. He couldn't risk keeping them at home, where his wife might stumble upon them. One Saturday, I was working overtime, and the cleaning lady came through. They unlocked his office. I came in acting like I was taking dimensions on some drawings. The lady just asked me to close the door when I was finished. She left and went down toward accounting. That's when I went through his desk. Sure enough, in the back of one drawer, I found a stack of photos, four inches tall. I took them all. Then I waited until he went on another trip. When he did, I went out for lunch. I had a dozen pics of him in the act with four different women, all showing his face. The women all had dark or red hair. His wife is a blonde. I drove to the town he lived in, to the closest post office to his house and mailed the pics to his wife with no return address. She divorced him and her lawyer took him to the cleaners. My girlfriend is now my wife and we aren't mad anymore. I mean, this is also a very blunt way of showing it, but honestly, considering the type of guy this guy was, I think he deserved this one. Our next story is, I blew up a romance scammer's life. This one is fresh and still unfolding, but it's already hit an explosive level. Some details intentionally vague. Context. I'm a woman in my 30s with a reasonably good corporate type job in a field with lots of room for growth, and I'm recently back into the dating scene after a decade. I'm kind of a would-be a 10 if she lost 30 pounds looking girl, beautiful face if a bit chubby, but I never have issues getting a date. I'm not well off, but I'm stable and have a bit of spending money. I live in a large multicultural city and my ex was an immigrant, so I'm open to dating people of any origin. What happened? A few weeks ago, I met a very charming man from a Latin American country, only a couple years younger than me. Seemed very sweet, cuddly, intelligent, family oriented, emotionally available, educated, and in a good profession back home in his country, and had a lot in common with me. Chemistry seemed amazing inside and outside the bedroom. He was honest that he was in my country on a tourist visa, but hoping to stay. I made it clear I wouldn't be able to help him with that, but we'd have a fun summer fling while he was here. If he managed to stay or come back, only then would we consider a real relationship. Then the other shoe dropped. A couple weeks and four dates in, during a text conversation about my work, he asked me to be his sugar mommy. I initially laughed and assumed it was a joke. He kept pushing and clearly said it wasn't. Of course, feeling insulted by this, I went off on him. He maintained it as a serious ask until I hit a nerve with my complaints about how embarrassed he should be to ask me that. Then he got angry and insulted me for thinking he was serious about it. No apology for being hurtful to me. Obviously what I did next was take screenshots and cry about it to my closest friends. I was hurt that I was fooled into thinking he liked me and that he thought I needed to pay for a man. My friends started the fuse on what happened next. One of my friends started snooping more on his online presence. Together we found about six different Instagram accounts that were him, using different variations of his name and different photos of himself, all uploaded in batches. On Facebook, a similar pattern. 
all very scammy and suspicious looking. He'd been foolish enough on one of his profiles, though, to follow and tag the employer that he was working for illegally on his tourist visa in my country. So I contacted another close friend in a local law enforcement agency that works with immigration. She looked up his file. He had a wife and daughter at home. I released the hounds after that. The friend who helped me investigate online made several group chats on multiple platforms with all of his family, immediate and extended, and friends. She released all the screenshots as well as a rant about how shameful it was. As they started blocking her, she added more people. I found his sister's phone number. She sent her messages on there too. Everyone he knows including his wife know he's unfaithful and trying to take advantage of women. 30 minutes after the online bombardment started, I got a rude message from him about how I should be smart enough to know he was joking and he doesn't need to sell himself. I didn't reply. Next step? Online immigration reporting form with all the info we found. Work info, employer name and address, his home address, full name, date of birth, photos, screenshots admitting to working. Usually these reports take months to be reviewed, if at all, but I gave the file number to my law enforcement friend. Two days later, law enforcement officers visited him at home. They found him with a phone number that was issued to a local resident. All his roommates also had numbers issued to the same person, a direct link to the employer. He received a caution for trying to scam me, a no-contact order, and a flag on his immigration file that, based on his country of origin, will likely mean he can never return, as well as a strict warning to not work without authorization. His roommates also received warnings. His employer received a visit next. They found significant proof that they'd been employing him illegally, as well as multiple other people. Their investigation is still ongoing, but so far they're likely to receive tens of thousands in fines or possible jail time. The guy isn't getting deported because the government would have to pay for it, and proceedings take longer than his remaining visa time. But he's now upgraded from a flagged file to a multi-year ban on re-entry to my country. If he bothers me again though, he will be deported as well. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hope he enjoys going back to his angry wife and the ridicule from everyone he knows. See you again, never. I mean, very quickly this story went from a guy who's out here just trying to make it for himself in a place that's, I mean, pretty difficult for them to make it for themselves, to a whole lot more real quick. This next story is, that's my seat. Happened a few days ago. I was boarding a plane in a European city on a short flight, around an hour. When I get to my row, I see someone sitting on my seat, window side. I asked him to move and he plays the I don't speak English card and I don't speak their language, but I was showing him my boarding pass with my seat number. Didn't make any difference. Now, I've never seen a place like this where so many occurrences of people blatantly just not giving a flying freak about sitting arrangements or how cues work. A total mess. Can't wait to never go back there again back to the guy, so I can't understand the guy and he can't understand me. 
So I decided to be the bigger person, and instead of making a scene or calling flight attendants, I just take the middle seat. Another person was already in the aisle seat. The one hour flew by, pun very much intended. And when landing, way before we even get to gate and plane is taxiing, the guy gets up and tries to get me and the aisle guy to do the same. He's quickly told by the crew to sit back down and buckle up, so I spot my chance for a petty revenge. It took a few minutes for the airport to assign a gate to the plane, so I pretend to fall asleep. I let pretty much every other person in the plane leave before I woke up, slowly get up, pick up my luggage from the overhead compartment, and walk in front of him for the whole length of the plane. He was a skinny guy, but there is no way he can go past me on those narrow butt plane corridors. Yeah, I mean, come on. This guy had no consideration for anybody else. This guy was looking out for him and only him. If he can do something that benefits him, you know, him's gonna do it. I can just imagine it feels great, even though you're slowing yourself down, to utterly slow down him. This next story is, try to embarrass me and my mom will put you in your place. This was years ago when I was still in high school. I was struggling in math and it didn't help that my math teacher sucked at teaching and was mega inappropriate in a multitude of ways. He was very outspoken, as in he wasn't afraid to humiliate you in front of everyone. For example, if a girl walked in wearing shorts and a tank top, the first thing he'd say to her is, well, someone's dressed like a tramp today. He would call kids idiots, embarrass them in the middle of our lesson, called you names, etc. He even did it to me a few times. Anyways, since I was struggling in his class, my mom set up a private parent-teacher conference with him. They talked about it and set it up weeks in advance. The day before the meeting, this teacher called me out in front of everyone. Your mommy is coming tomorrow for our conference. Are you ready for it? He said in a very smug way. I told him this was no one's business to know, and if he wanted to talk to me about it, call me over to his desk, not discuss it in front of everyone. But the idiot only laughed at me and proceeded to say how he's dealt with many one-on-one conferences with students and their parents and that my mommy won't scare him. That's when I laughed and told him, yeah, we'll see about that. Of course, he didn't take me seriously and let me and everyone else in the class know that my mommy wouldn't get to him. But here's the thing my teacher didn't know about my mother. Not only is she stern, but she's also a cop. So the next day, my mom walks onto campus in her full uniform since she had to go straight to work after our meeting, meaning she was in her bulletproof vest, had her gun on her, handcuffs, everything. The whole police ensemble. When we walked in, he immediately crumbled. Hello, mom's name. I'm Mr. Jerk. My mom shot him down immediately and said, You can call me officer our last name. He was speechless already. He sat us down at the desks, but Mr. Jerk already freaked up. Every morning, his class was open to students trying to finish math homework, and this day was no different. There were kids in the room before school started, and my mom was ticked about it. We didn't even start the actual conference, and my mom stated she had a question before we got started. Why the freak are other kids in here? Mr. Jerk, still obviously intimidated, said it was so they could finish any math homework they had. My mom was not having it. We've had this conference scheduled for weeks. These kids don't need to hear the issues my kid is having with you. So why the freak are they in here during a private meeting? He proceeded to kick the kids out. He was on his toes the entire time. There was no fooling around, no snide comments, nothing. 
This was the most serious I had ever seen him. It was glorious. He was visibly intimidated by my mom, and it was the best feeling. Later on in the day, when it was my class period with him, he immediately made sure I understood everything. I knew when the test was, I understood the material, etc. Because I do not want your mom coming back here and chewing my butt out again. All the kids in class were surprised because of how smug he was the day before and how he was acting now. He wanted to make sure my mom was not coming back for another conference and admitted that she's a scary woman. The sorry idiot left me alone for the rest of the school year and made sure I knew the material enough to pass. As long as my mom didn't come back, gave me the best feeling. Side note, it was known to the school how inappropriate he was with the students. There were many complaints against him, including some from my mom. He never got fired because he was the only tennis coach and the school didn't want to find or hire a new coach. You know, if you told me that the school kept a teacher around who was notoriously awful because they were a sports coach, I would have been like, you know what, that doesn't surprise me too much. But when you reveal tennis coach, I'd be like, you know what, not what I was expecting. I thought this was just going to be like some renowned, really good teacher slash football coach. I mean, hey, tennis is awesome. I just didn't think that a school would die on the hill of keeping them around just to keep them as a coach. This next story is, blame me for your mess? Happy birthday. Have fun cleaning that up. So I've, 21-year-old female, just moved out of a tenancy where I only knew one person prior to moving in. One of the people I lived with, let's call her Gemma, 22-year-old female, was a major gaslighter. One time I went away for two weeks, and the first day I came home, she demanded I clean up my mess in the living room. The mess in question was from the night before when she had friends over. She would do this constantly to everyone, but mostly me. Anyway, I moved out fully around three weeks before the tenancy ended and realized that I had left a few bits at the house, so I went to go collect them after my 10-hour shift at work. Anyway, just before I was about to leave the house, Gemma asked me if I was going to clean the communal areas before I left. I said no, as I hadn't been living there for almost a month at this point, and she got angry. After arguing for 20 minutes, I walked out. Less than 10 minutes after I'd left, she messaged our letting agent demanding that they get a professional cleaner to come clean the whole place and make sure only I was charged. The letting agent actually sided with me, and according to another housemate, she hated that. I've ended up blocking her on all socials. It's Gemma's birthday at the end of August, and as a final freak you to her, I sent an anonymous glitter bomb to her. I reasoned that she'd not question a random parcel with her name arriving around her birthday. There's so many more nightmarish stories about Gemma I can think of, but I don't think I have enough characters to talk about it. I just don't understand who's going to actually expect calling the letting agent and saying, hire a cleaning service and charge it to only one of the tenants is ever going to work. And also, why self-report like that? Because she clearly knows the truth. Why go to your letting agent and say, hey, we're collectively allowing this to be a huge mess. Look how bad of tenants we're being. This next story is, make inappropriate false accusations to HR. You get fired instead. I work in semiconductor and recently a female employee, female 22, was moved to my, male 34, area and I had to train her. Now, it's important for me to inform that it's a well-known fact at work that this girl is flirty, inappropriate, 
and she's gotten several men fired and reported just as many to HR. Her file must be thick. To the story, as soon as she was moved to my area, I could see that she was shy with me and a little flirty. As the days went by, she became more and more flirtatious and very hands-on, touchy-feely type. She would even say how cute she thinks I am, etc. I admit, I played back with her, but never in an inappropriate manner. She added me on social media, and we exchanged info as she had expressed interest in hanging out. I guess one weekend she saw on social media I'd gone to the park one day, and when I came back to work the following week, she was acting very odd and angry. Turns out she was upset I never called her, and was acting very immature and just overall crazy. Someone would get that mad considering we never officially made plans or anything. A few weeks later, the same flirty behavior was still going on. I ended up missing a few days of work due to a bad stomach bug. I couldn't eat or drink anything, so I missed some work. After a couple of days of being in bed, I felt well enough to look at my phone, and I had a ton of notifications. A few from her being so angry I left her on red, and she had tried to get a hold of me multiple times with no success. The following Monday, I got to work, and of course, she was angry, but I just ignored her and kept working. Shortly after, the manager came up to me and told me to get my stuff because I was being moved. I kind of figured this had something to do with the girl, but wasn't sure, so I asked. Turns out she told them that I'd asked her out repeatedly and she's turned me down every time and that I've been mean to her ever since she turned me down and that I refused to help her with work. All very untrue. This was escalated to HR and soon after, I get a call from HR explaining that there's an open investigation on me for what the girl had said. I denied all accusations and told them I had no problem sending them screenshots proving this was a lie. So I sent them all the messages with her calling me honey, telling me I'm cute, and three days before her complaint and one of her last messages to me, she had asked me to hang out when we have time off together. The last message I sent to HR was a message from the girl apologizing for slapping me in the face at work twice. She did this in an immature, flirting type of way, but I was pretty mad and never said anything, just kept the texts. After she made up lies trying to get me fired because I left her on red for too long, I figured HR would like to see a message from a girl who was admitting to assaulting someone at work unprovoked. Needless to say, a couple of weeks after the investigation began, she was fired and all was right in my world again. I mean, I know that it's important to try to take what somebody says and reports seriously. You don't want to just like downplay or ignore somebody who's going to HR and saying some of the accusations that she made. But it is incredibly disconcerting to realize that if OP didn't have this proof to bail them out, they might have been seriously reprimanded, maybe lost their job. Depending on the industry, maybe they could have been blacklisted. It sure seemed like it was very quickly going down that route until OP saved themselves. Needless to say, even work-adjacent things, you should probably keep all documentation and cover your butt. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.